the Blue Jackets are losing every single game right now, but at least the games have been fun and have been entertaining. I'll explain today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilsorn. Not with me today, but airing today on the national Locked On NHL show will be Jay Foster. He is usually the co-host on this show. We are here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before you go, I want to say thank you to the Everydayers for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms for free right here on YouTube and the SiriusXM app. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The Blue Jackets, losers again for the fifth straight time, ninth time in the last 10 games. This time... In Madison Square Garden tonight, 4-3 loss. This one hurt especially bad because the Blue Jackets were 11 seconds of hockey away from getting out of Madison Square Garden with two points. Instead, they take their fourth overtime loss of the season. I know they technically lost the game in a shootout, but their fourth uh, – yeah, their fourth overtime loss. I'm just going to – that's the same thing, right? What's really the difference? Um and yeah, it's you knew when the Blue Jackets gave up that goal with 11 seconds left that it was going to be a loss. Uh, Columbus has not played well in overtime this year. They are uh, one in four in games that go past the 60 minutes of regulation. And the New York Rangers are just a deadly team. The fact that the Blue Jackets even got out of the overtime and into a shootout, I thought was pretty impressive in itself. And, you know, this game wasn't that bad of a game by Columbus. Again, the, the Blue Jackets gave up the game with 11 seconds left. I know they shouldn't be losing games with 11 seconds left. They should be if they are if they're going to make the playoffs this year. Which that is, it's still it's still in play. It's still in play. I know I've I've the last few episodes that we have done been getting on here saying oh the season's over. This team's going to be a lottery team already. It's it's so early in the season. So early. We're still a couple weeks away from Thanksgiving. So the Blue Jackets are going to have some time to maybe build some points. And definitely, absolutely, getting a point tonight in Madison Square Garden was huge for Columbus. But they just, oh, man, like when they didn't get the win in the third period, you knew they weren't going to get it done in an overtime because the Rangers are just so deadly in overtime. And, again, like I said, the fact that they even got to a shootout was really impressive. Uh, just to walk through how the Blue Jackets kind of got there. Uh, first period actually started off extremely well for Columbus. Uh, Danforth, Severson, and Texier, those three who have unbelievable chemistry dating back to the Red Wings game, which was two games ago now on Saturday. 
They, they got the first goal of the Blue Jackets in that game, and they almost had the first goal for the Blue Jackets in this game. Things are starting to – like chemistry is starting to happen between players, and it's, it's, it's promising. Can the Blue Jackets make it a consistent thing for these guys? I don't know. And consistent is not just like three or four games. The Blue Jackets need to have these guys having chemistry for like 10 – 15, 20 games at a time. They they just they need to figure out how to do that. Um, but yeah, Danforth, Justin Danforth has been phenomenal for Columbus this year. I'm gonna run his stats here for you for a second, but he does end up getting a goal at one point tonight, even though it wasn't on that, it wasn't there in the first period. Like I said, I thought it was gonna be no, it was. He did have a goal in the first period, actually, believe it or not. Yeah, he had a goal in the first period off of uh, Erica Branson shot that came in from the right wing boards. Justin Danforth just gets a stick on it. Sean Corrali, who has been another fantastic player for the Blue Jackets this season. He was uh, putting a screen on Jonathan Quick, and that's how the Blue Jackets were able to get their first goal of the game, go up one nothing. And it's not the first time the Blue Jackets have done that against these Stanley Cup contending teams, which they've played I'd say they've they've played five of them now to this point. They've played the the Rangers twice. They've played um, they've played the Stars twice. They've played the Lightning. Those are kind of your five. Like you can just write them in. They'll be playoff teams. You can expect that they'll be contending for the Stanley Cup playoffs. I'd, I'd also even say like the Detroit Red Wings are another Stanley Cup contending team that the Blue Jackets have lost to twice, but. In these games where the Blue Jackets play teams where on paper they should be completely outmatched, they actually don't look that bad through huge stretches of the game. And I thought that was the case, especially tonight in New York. Columbus really held their own, and it showed because they got the first goal of the game. They also had plenty of other chances before they got the first goal. Voronkov, Antilia, and Marchenko. That line continues to be red hot. Again, they had a goal later in the game. They almost had two goals tonight. They've been phenomenal. Um, they did like Adam Fantilli. I'm gonna I'm gonna sing his praises in this episode. But Chris Kreider, the first goal for the Rangers, Fantilli did get completely lost in the offensive zone. He he was uh, a little bit lazy getting back, and that's just gonna happen, right? Because and that's just one of those things, like, when the other team scores, you especially notice when a player's being lazy. There's plenty times throughout a game where players will let up on their skating and uh, the goalie will make a save and, and nothing will come of it and you'll just forget about it. This was just a bad moment for a rookie player like Adam Fantilli where he just – he should have been back playing a little defense, helping his guys out. Instead, it was Eric Branson and, and Zach Rensky that were just kind of left to dry to, to, to make a play there. Uh, but then, yeah, Chris Kreider, Chris Kreider just gets a nice pass from Good Stuff Son, and uh, and and they and they bang that one home to make it one one. Going into the second, Vronkov, how about the way that he started that second period by throwing a massive hit on Jacob Truba, just laying him into the boards of Madison Square Garden, the captain of all team uh, of all players. Uh, which I don't know. I mean, I, I thought maybe it was Chris Kreider that was the captain of that team, but I guess it's Jacob Truba. But then again, I know the Rangers gave out like nine or ten letters to their players uh, a couple seasons ago. Like they, everybody's an assistant captain or a captain on that team. But Jacob Truba, who is the captain, the, who is one of their star defensemen on that team, 
there they are missing Adam Fox. I want to say that. I want to I want to preface all of this tonight by saying the Rangers were playing without arguably their best player. Adam Fox could be. You could argue that he's their best player. Uh, former Nor- Norris Trophy winner. Um, he's very good, but he didn't, they didn't have him, so he's going to be out for a while for them. But Jacob Truba, who's a right up there, maybe their second best defenseman. Um, he's the captain of the team. Dmitry Voronkov just laid him out, <laughs> laid this guy out behind Jonathan Quick, and Jacob Truba looked like he wanted to, you know, throw drop the gloves with uh, Dmitry Voronkov for a second, but then he sized up Dmitry Voronkov. And he was like, "Oh yeah, I, I don't think I want anything to do with this dude who is six foot five, two inches bigger than me." Jacob Drew is a big guy. Vronkov is just that much bigger, and Vronkov has thrown the gloves with with the guy with big dudes. Uh, just a couple games ago, he dropped the gloves with Kevin Stenland, who is not a small guy by no means. So, man, like so many really good performances out of individual Blue Jackets players recently. That's like. Why Why are they not getting wins? It just doesn't make sense because Vronkov's playing well. I think Texier's playing well. Corrali's playing well. Justin Danforth is playing well. Erica Branson is the best defenseman on this team right now. I'm, I'm not even shy. I don't even want to shy away from that. Like, he is just playing the best defense on this team. He is playing the best offense as an offensive defenseman. Like, he is absolutely earning top-line minutes. I got to tip my hat to the guy. He has made a phenomenal turnaround from last year to this year. You only hope that he can keep it going. You only hope that all of those guys that I just mentioned can keep it going. And then your stars come in and uh, start to play a little better. I'm talking about guys like Gaudreau, Patrick Laine, Kirill Marchenko, Kenton Johnson, whenever he comes back from the AHL. They, the Blue Jackets need to find scoring from these guys. They need to find scoring from their defensemen. Like Zacharensky, he needs to jump in on the offense. Ivan Provorov hasn't even had his first goal yet this year. It's been a, a huge mess for Columbus in terms of the whole team pitching in on the scoring. It has been a select few guys that have really done so. Adam Fantilli has been a guy that's been pitching in on the scoring. Hell, he's got, what, uh, nine points now in 15 games? He's got four goals on the year, which doesn't seem like a lot. But if you go back and watch all the goals that he has scored, he probably has to average the longest shot on the team, right? Like he's scoring his goals from beyond the circles. He did have a a play against Detroit where he batted one in out of the air, which was, you know, absolute Crosby style. Love to see that. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Blue Jackets, like – I got a lot to say about them, and sorry I, I lost my voice a little bit because I did attend the Columbus Crew game tonight. Shout out the Columbus Crew, just advanced in the MLS Cup playoffs over uh, over the Atlanta United, whatever you want to call them. So congratulations to the Crew. It's nice to have at least one winner in Columbus along with the Ohio State Buckeye football team. So I do. I am in a good mood in this episode. I am glad the Blue Jackets got a point in Madison Square Garden, and I do want to. I, I I've only gone halfway through this game, and at this point, I've really only gone through the first period and that hit that Vronkov had. At this point, going into the second period, the game was one-one. Boquest then tried to make a pass to Bean. It gets turned over in the back of the net. It's a two-one game. 
Adam Fantilli makes a deep shot. Uh, he gets his fourth goal of the season, makes it 2-2. Erica Branson finds uh, – he he kept it in. First of all, this was the play that Erica Branson had in this game. It was late in the second period. He keeps the puck in the zone off of a, off of a dump in effort, out of a dump out of the zone effort by the Rangers. Keeps the puck in the zone, gets to Texier. Texier finds Corrali. Corrali takes a hit, probably got a concussion running into the – the post of the of the net there, but nonetheless, Crowley gets his fifth goal of the year. Um, Blue Jackets up three to two, and then the third period happened uh, where the Blue Jackets played good, was able to keep the puck out of the net for a majority of the third period. Empty net for the Rangers. Panarin gets it through everybody with 11 seconds left. Down to Chris Kreider. Chris Kreider then gets it past Provorov. Uh, who else was down there? Erica Branson, and more importantly, the goalie, Elvis Merce Lincoln. So, had a good night tonight. Elvis had a great night tonight, actually. If you look at the stats, it was really solid. So, I'm not going to blame him. And then overtime happened. Blue Jackets had a couple chances. Rangers had a couple chances. Shootout. Lafreniere gets the nice backhand goal. Texier can't get the fire poker through. And then it's a 4 3 loss on the road. Um, we'll talk more about this game here in a second because I do have quite a few more words left to say. And then also there's two other games that the Blue Jackets have lost recently that we haven't even had time to talk about. We'll do that all next on Locked on Blue Jackets. Passion, drive, and patience. This is what brings home the winning trophy. It's also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to a peak performance standard from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, eBay Motors has got you covered with over 122 million uh, with over 122 million parts. Excuse me for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors. You're burning rubber. You're not burning cash. You want to be on the road burning rubber. You don't want to be spending egregious amounts of money on these parts. With all the parts that you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right, over here talking about the Blue Jackets, 4-3 loss against the New York Rangers tonight. It is the second time the Blue Jackets have matched up with the Rangers this year. And listen, the Blue Jackets have actually looked good against a Rangers team that came into tonight's game on a hot streak. I think this team had won like nine of their last 11 games at, uh, since losing to Columbus in uh, the middle of uh, October there. It was only the second game of the season. The Rangers were in nationwide, lost lost in Columbus five to three. Um and I really think that I personally I am encouraged by even though it's another L on the schedule, another L in the books, still the Blue Jackets got a point tonight. The Blue Jackets looked like they could win this game. In fact, again, they had the win in the bag. It's obviously makes you want to pull my friggin' hair out that they gave up. The, the win with 11 seconds left. But the point is the Blue Jackets got themselves to that point in the game where they had the Rangers on their heels. 
They had the Rangers in an empty net situation. That doesn't come by accident. That comes by playing good hockey, playing disciplined hockey, putting pressure on the other team throughout the game. I thought the Blue Jackets did a great job. They only ended up putting uh, – sorry, I was going to run the stats. They only ended up putting um, – 28 shots on Jonathan Quick, but it felt like every single one was a legitimate scoring opportunity. And the Blue Jackets cashed in on three of them, which is more than they have done in the past in some of these losses. So it's an effort I'll take offensively. Elvis Mers Lincolns, he had a really good night. Uh, he had uh, 40 shots against 37 saves, 0.925 save percentage. You can't really blame him for that last one either. Um, Panarin just found it through the entire defense. He had plenty. He had plenty of guys in front of him. He had Corrali, Provorov, Gabranson. Any single one of those guys could have gotten their stick in the way and and helped disrupt that pass. But it just it didn't happen. It wasn't in the cards tonight for the Blue Jackets to get a win. But overall, looking at this game and looking at how the Blue Jackets have done in prior games, I'm talking about the loss to the Red Wings, the loss to the Stars. Columbus is playing entertaining hockey games. Like they they aren't just laying down in these games, it feels like anymore. It feels like they are it feels like the players are also frustrated with the way that things have gone. It feels like the players are getting really unlucky, just not able to beat some of these goaltenders. And at some point that's gonna turn around, right? At some point the tide is going to start to turn and Columbus is going to start to find the back of the net. I know we've been saying that on this podcast now for a few weeks, but it just, it, it only makes sense that eventually things are going to start to go right for Columbus. Um, is it going to be too late though? That's the question. That's the key. Uh, the blue jackets have 24 more games left before the end of 2023. Six of them are against uh, either the Leafs or Bruins. There's another nine of them that are against Metropolitan teams. Not a whole ton of games on the road. In fact, most of their road games are going to be on the east in the Eastern Conference. So, like, they play the Capitals, Flyers, Devils, Hurricanes, Bruins, Islanders, Leafs, Sabres, Devils, Sabres, all on the road. Those are the rest of the road games to end 2023. All the other games will be in the friendly confines of Nationwide. So this team is going to have no excuse. They need to stack points. This is like I'm kind of putting an extension on what the Blue Jackets need to do to make the playoffs. Instead of saying, hey, be in a playoff spot by the end of November where American Thanksgiving hits, why don't you just try to be in a playoff spot by the end of December and going into the new year? Because – Right now, they've they've somehow found a way, as bad as it feels, they've somehow found a way to, to stay only four points out of a wild card spot. So again, they are they are the bottom, they are they are the bottom of the Eastern Conference. So everybody is still in contention for a playoff spot. But if you look at the numbers, everybody in the Eastern Conference is playing really darn good hockey right now. In fact, the Blue Jackets are, uh, they have the longest losing streak in the whole league, uh, not just the Eastern Conference, but the Western Conference too, at five games. They're, they're dash 12 on the year. Um, they, they've been outscored, uh, as I just said, dash 12, uh, 41 goals for, 53 goals against. But 
you guys have watched these games. The Blue Jackets just they have not cashed in on very easy chances to get goals. It feels like a couple other games here or there, and Columbus could absolutely be sitting in a playoff spot right now. They could absolutely be sitting third in the Metropolitan Division. I look at the Washington Capitals, who are third in the Metropolitan Division, and I'm like, is that team really that much better than the Blue Jackets right now? I don't feel like they are. Um, and Elvis versus Lincolns is playing good enough to win games, so it's not even like he's the excuse. The excuse for this team or the reason why this team has not been playing well is because they just are having a ton of inconsistency out of their marquee guys. Like Johnny Gaudreau, still only one goal on the year. Kirill Marchenko, I believe he only has two goals on the year. Granted, Marchenko and Gaudreau are pitching in on offense. They're creating chances for their teammates, but they need to pitch in on the score sheet themselves. They need to find a way to get goals. And we're going to continue to say that until they do, until they start to find the back of the net. And, um, yeah, a whole lot more is going to be said on that. Obviously, the Blue Jackets, tough week this week because they play the Penguins, Coyotes, Capitals, and Flyers. So three of the next four games this week are against Metropolitan opponents. They could really flip things around. I'm not I'm not even going to lie. They, they could flip things around, and we could start to feel differently about this team on Sunday, as early as Sunday, after they play the Flyers on the road. But, uh, again, we'll talk about more about the rest of the schedule for this month and what the Blue Jackets need to do to get some wins. We'll do that next here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Next, I want to tell you guys about Sleeper. A new NHL season brings all sorts of possibilities. Adam Fantilli he could score 50 goals this year. He's starting to look that good. He's starting to heat up. The Columbus Blue Jackets, if they just won every single game out the rest of the way, they'd probably win the Stanley Cup. And you could win big. Probably you have a better chance of winning than uh, than Fantilli does of getting 50 goals or the Blue Jackets do of winning the Stanley Cup. You have a good chance at winning by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. When I bet, I like to look at some of the players that are going to have good weeks. Uh, so If I pick the right player, I can win 100 times my money. What, what do you like to do with your friends? I like to sit around, talk about who's going to be hot tonight. I like to look around the whole league. Jack Hughes has been one of the better players this year. William Nylander has been a really good player for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So if you are into that, all you have to do is pick whether studs like any of those guys will record more or less than their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in any given game. You can win $100 on your bet on sleeper. You need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me. Blue Jackets fans, you can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and location availability. It really wouldn't be a good bet to be taking some of these Blue Jackets players, like not the big name guys at least, like Gaudreau and Line A, 
It's and I'm, I don't even want to like rag on Lionel who just got back from his concussion. He has played what? He's literally played six games this season. And that's another thing too is like the Blue Jackets haven't had arguably their best player on the team since game four. So once they get Patrick Line back, and I thought the Blue Jackets have played better in these last two games on the road against the Red Wings, against the Rangers, two of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. And they only got outscored, they only got outscored eight to seven in goals. I know the final score of tonight was four three. Obviously, that was a shootout goal. They've only gotten outscored eight to seven in those games. Patrick Line is doing he doesn't look like he's missed a step. He did miss a ton of games, but when he is on the ice, the team does start to play differently. That is another huge reason why while why I have an overwhelming sense of hope and belief tonight is that Columbus can turn things around. Because, like I said, the next 24 games all are going to be on the eastern side of the Mississippi River. Like, Columbus should – Find a groove here. They should get – if they can just get some of their better players to score, hell, if they can even get a guy like Boone Jenner to, to get some more goals again. Um, he's still the, the the leader on this team in goals with seven. He had three against the Rangers the first time they met up. Um, he really, that was kind of like the most he's done all year. He's just – he's had a few goals here and there, but – He's a guy that at some point he's going to start to generate, pardon the pun, he's going to start to generate offensively and on the score sheet. So my message to Columbus Blue Jackets fans before I get off of this podcast tonight would just be hang in there. Hang in there, Blue Jackets fans, because if you read between the lines, there are some encouraging things about this team. It isn't just doom and gloom. And I say that from the bottom of my heart, and I'm not just saying that because I went to a fantastic Columbus Crew game tonight, saw some fantastic Columbus Crew soccer. I know, obviously, if you're listening to this, you don't give a rip about soccer, but it's a long NHL season. Don't count the let's – not, let's not throw this team in the lottery mix just yet. Let's sit back, wait to see how some of the players do up in Cleveland. Ken Johnson has started to – look good, find a rhythm. Nick Blankenberg is a player that's done well up there. Jack Graves continues to be a great goaltender. There's a lot of promising things on the horizon for this team, not even for this year. Even if it doesn't work out this year and the Blue Jackets just end up being right back in the lottery mix. Jordan Dumay out in Halifax is playing phenomenal. He's a really fun player that Columbus Blue Jackets fans can look forward to having. Gavin Brindley is lighting up the NCAA right now with the University of Michigan and he'll be in the system next year. So a lot of good things coming up ahead for Columbus. I am I am of I am choosing and maybe if Jay was here he would talk me off of this, but I am choosing to believe that Columbus can still turn things around and get to the playoffs this year. I'm not going to I'm going to I'm going to hold out hope for that. I am. I I'm going to see. I'm going to see this one out. And we'll see. We'll see when the Jackets play the Penguins on Tuesday night. The Penguins who earlier in this year looked completely dead, have reinvigorated everything. They are right back to being the Pittsburgh Penguins of old. They have won four straight hockey games. They have a plus 12 uh, goal differential. They are sick. They are nasty. 
And like the Washington Capitals, they were another team too that just had an abysmal start to the season that completely turned it around. I don't, even though those two teams are great, those two teams have some hardware on their trophy case, I don't see those teams that much differently than I see Columbus. Columbus is still fun. They still they are still a very fun team to watch play night in, night out. It's 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 gonna get better at some point. This is a good time to buy in on the Blue Jackets. And uh, at the very least, if they don't, and if they prove me completely wrong and they prove that they are the same old Columbus Blue Jackets, at least we can all sit around this podcast and have a good old laugh, you know, just be like, yeah, yeah, we are fans of the most abysmal garbage poverty franchise in all of the NHL, maybe even all of sports, but we'll save that one for a different day. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Tomorrow we will be previewing the Tuesday night Penguins matchup, uh, Blue Jackets versus Penguins matchup. Columbus plays those pesky Penguins for the first time this year. It'll be a nationwide. You know there will be 2 billion Penguins fans circling all over nationwide. Uh, be polite to them. Uh, they have hard enough lives as it is because they have to root for Pittsburgh to find any joy in their life. So we'll take it easy on them. We'll take it easy on them and uh, be as classy as we can be nationwide because we really don't have any reason to be anything but classy at this point. Um, yeah, so tomorrow we'll be doing that. Jay will be back. As always, thank you to the Everydayers for making this podcast possible. Thank you for making this your first listen every day. Jay and I are both on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. Jay is on there at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show on there at LO underscore Blue Jackets. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please direct those via email, LockedOnBlueJackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening to today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.